0: Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my twenties. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people. Who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. So what does that mean? Cortisol has a role in suppressing stress suppresses TH1 mediated cellular immune response, which could increase the vulnerability among the students or people studied to infectious diseases. What does that mean? If you're stressed, your immune system goes wonky, you're probably going to get sick and your detox pathways are going to gunk up real, real bad. That is giving, being stressed about things that we can't control is going to be a lot worse in travel than actually like missing the dang flight or whatever might, you know? not having anything prepared for snacks. So as I'm giving you this information, take a deep breath, take it with a grain of salt, do the best you can, and just open yourself up to the availability of flow and energy breakup that travel provides. Okay. So I said, we're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about accommodations and we're going to talk about detox. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. I am so excited to be with you this week because we're going to be talking about a topic that so many people inquire about and have desires to do, travel, and how to stay healing autoimmune disease or chronic illness while we are traveling. Trust me, I have learned the tried and true secrets and I'm going to get into it with you today. So welcome again. My name is Jen. If you're new to the show, I'm a holistic nurse practitioner. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions from my own body. And so the really the premise of this podcast is just to show you, prove to you, teach you that you can do the same too. And on the topic of travel, I used to be super afraid. Of travel. Like, I would get really worked up if I had to travel. It would kind of loom over me. I would be like kind of shaky, getting ready, packing for the trip, worried about every little minute detail. And now I can say that travel can be a breeze while you are healing your body. I just got back from the IAACN conference, which is, in short, a nutrition conference for medical doctors, DOs, naturopaths, NPs. Chiropractors. I'm trying to think of all the specialties. Registered dietitians. It's a certification and really an organization for those who are interested in clinical nutrition and want something a little bit more than your run of the mill state governed rules and regulations of a registered dietitian. So, I got back from the conference and I was like, "What am I going to talk about on the podcast this weekend?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I've come so far in travel and how my body's been affected and." This message is so important. It's what I wish I would have had years ago with the trial and the error and the flares I experienced while traveling. And then some of the really successful trips where I felt great. And I used to have incredible anxiety around traveling and because I just didn't know what I didn't know. So today I'm here to teach you the secrets because I find I am my best self when I travel at least once a month, a quick weekend getaway, a whole week, whatever it may be. And if you're a symptomless client or just someone who's healing their body, mind, spirit along this chronic illness healing journey, then you know how important your tried and true routine and tools are in your back pocket. So I get the following questions all of the time I travel for work, Jen. How am I going to be successful with the healing protocol? I'll teach you how. I'm terrified to travel. How can I know that I'll travel and not have a flare and feel sick? I'll teach you how. And you travel all the time, Jen. So how do you keep your body feeling well, even though you used to be really afraid and feel congested when it came to travel? I'll tell you all about that because really, I just want you to be able to heal your body to a superhuman level like I have and live your freaking life. That means I'm going to teach you to go out to eat, to travel, to not have as much sleep as you normally do, to handle all the variables, the EMFs, the radiation, the food, and still live your life and be happy and be able to travel and see the world or see whatever parts of your corner you're in. So buckle up. We're going to go fast and furious on this episode because I want you to have this around the corner for your next trip. And again, like I just can't say this enough. I was so afraid to travel. It's hard to explain the inner somatic experience I had traveling, but some of the examples I could give is if I was going to travel, I'd be like, okay, I have to be able to drive there. Cause what if I felt sick and wanted to come home? It has to be summer close and only a few days. And now I could say like, I've been to Europe for an extended stay. I host retreats in Mexico. Hey, let me interrupt this episode real quick to offer another prescription along your healing journey. This one may be not what you're thinking of, Let me guess you're doing the nutrition, the supplements, the sauna, the exercise, the peptides, the yoga, but there's still a feeling like something is missing in your healing journey. Where two or more are gathered, there is indeed healing power, and we are going to gather way more than two people. I do believe our healing journey does not reach its capacity until we have entered into the portal that is a healing spiritual medicine retreat. In order for our brain to rewire itself, reprogram limiting beliefs, anxious thoughts, and even cellular healing code for our physical body to get better, we must break the pattern we live in. We can do this by engulfing ourselves in a healing retreat. I want want to invite you into the healing container I create just once a year, our spiritual medicine healing retreat in Yalapa, Mexico, January 14th through the 19th of 2024. We have various pricing package options for all budgets, all inclusive besides your travel. I promise you, you cannot come back. From this healing experience the same imagine organic healing foods instant ocean access sleeping in open air or closed if you prefer rooms listening to the oceans tropical rainforest waterfall excursions deep sea snorkeling boat rides healing sessions shaman ceremony and space and rest and time to connect with your soul, which is the true medicine. This is the annual experience my team and I curate just for you once a year, and it sells out every single time. So if you're listening to this, I know you crave deep healing. So click on the link in the show notes or go to inspirehealthbyjen.com slash retreats. That's inspirehealthbyjen.com slash retreats for more information. Or if you're listening to this podcast and hear this after the retreat has passed, check out the retreats page still for another unique in-person healing experience in the future. Like literally the world can be your oyster with chronic illness. We just have to learn to do things and think about things and navigate our travel in, in a new way. And we're not going to be like the rest of everyone, but Hey, we can be at the dinner table with them on the flights next to them and still live our lives. So in this episode might be a little shorty and quickie version, but that's a pocketbook episode. So you can take this run with it, write some notes in your phone, put them on a post-it note, your journal, whatever is going to stick out to this to you in this episode of like, oh, I haven't tried that yet. This is what you need to make sure that your travel is successful and you don't have flares. Or even if you're not sick, you can apply these tools and you won't have that nasty travel hangover when you get home. You know know what I'm talking about? You're like, oh, I need like two weeks to recover from vacation. No, no, no. There's no more of that. You're going to get home and feel rejuvenated. Travel for me just breaks up energy. I come home like... Especially after some of these retreats and uh, mentorship workshops and business groups or self development, healing, whatever the endeavor I'm on, I come home a better person. And I know safeguarding my body, mind, and spirit with these tools and techniques really helps me integrate what I just gathered when I was away. And people are like, How do you travel? How do you do it? How do you heal your body? I'm going to teach you how. There's some really key points in this episode that I want you to gather. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about nutrition on the go and on the road or on the plane or on the train or in the automobile. We're going to talk about healing accommodations like hotel rooms and EMFs and radiation, like how to navigate all that. to make sure you feel really good and detox. That is something that so many of us reserve for just when we're at home, but you can be detoxing in really simple ways in your hotel room down the street from the hotel and the Airbnb. I'm going to teach you how so that you can come back without that travel hangover and feel your best and integrate that beautiful trip, retreat, whatever you just did and come back and get back to your life. But first let's talk a little bit about pre-travel considerations. I want to talk about this before I get into all these tools and techniques and tricks of like, do this, don't do this. Make sure you do this. You want to build a healthy host. Now, if you are, in a state where you truly don't feel well and you don't feel like traveling, listen to that. If it's been two, three, four, five or five years since you've taken a trip, it's probably time to leave the safe four corners of your home or of your room and get out there because that travel does something for us that invigorates us, allows us to be around new people, new parts of the world, and it just shifts up our energy. It's like a free energy healing session. It's a free change up your life. And I want you to have that because that alone, chronic illness is stagnant stuck energy. We have chronic infections. We have mitochondria damage. We have low hormones. We have nutrient deficiencies. We have all these things going on and travel is a really heightened vibration, a really strong frequency that can come in and just shake things up. Now, if you are someone who travels for work and you get travel all the time, you're going to be like, Jen, I experienced the antithesis of that. And I understand that's when you're you're just going to use these tools and techniques. And then maybe one day you can scale it back for work, traveling, and have a little bit more leisure travel. Some of my best ideas, business ideas, creative ideas, some of the best emails I've sent you guys or podcasts I've recorded for you have come from when I'm in an airplane. And I'm like, you know, is it because I'm like higher up, closer to heaven? Or I for me, I really think I think that's part of it. And then the other part actually is that. Uh, There's no distractions. I could buy the Wi-Fi for eight bucks or whatever it is. And, or I can just type away on my word document. There's no distractions. I'm in flow. I'm going somewhere. I don't know the outcome. I don't know who my Uber driver is going to be when I get there. I don't know exactly what this trip is going to look like, but I've safeguarded myself with some principles and tools that I'm going to share with you because I so I know that I'm going to feel well and then I just get to go on this little adventure travel is so fun it's like the unknown the newness right and I want you to have that so building a healthy host if you this is the first pre-travel consideration I want you to have if you were really down in the dump, sick don't put pressure on yourself to travel okay if you're like gosh dang I'm a lot better than I was a year or two ago, it's probably time to take a trip. And if you haven't taken a trip in two to five years, it's definitely time. Okay. And so when you're healing chronic illness, I get it. I mean, I shared this in several episodes about my story, but like I would wake up with so much eczema, like cracked, oozing, bleeding. Like I couldn't smile. I couldn't move my face, let alone. Did I want to get on the airplane and try to navigate all these changes? Um, I felt tired. I was sleeping 12, 14, 16 hours a day. My joints hurt my cycles were terrible. I had brain fog. I probably would have not even remembered what gate and what flight I was on. I mean, it was rough. So don't put pressure on yourself if you're not there yet. Um, But if you're feeling a little travel bug, then build a healthy host. I want you to really look at your travel like like if you were running a marathon or you had a CrossFit competition coming up or a bodybuilding show, like you would give yourself the best of the best for those couple weeks leading up. A lot of us have dysregulated nervous systems and the fact of like, who's the person and I'm healing my way out of this. I'm not perfect yet. That would pack like at 2am the night before and feel like super grumpy and irritated and be Barking at your family and just feel like so stressed, like having stressful travel, right? Going away, especially if kids or a business that you're running or pets that you take care of, organizing everyone's schedules, it's hard. And that is one reason. Thank you, Jeff. I love you so much. My fiance holds down the fort and I get to travel a lot. And he travels for work and we travel together, but most of it is I'm by myself. And that does make it a little bit easier. But even when we, are going somewhere together. Like think about the state of your nervous system. My mentor, Kate taught me one of the best principles that she says she schedules nothing the day before she travels and the day she gets home. And while I'm not perfect on that, um, I actually, before this trip to the nutrition conference did see clients the day before, but I had nothing that morning. I had nothing that evening. I was tempted to like schedule in an extra workout or this outing with a friend or this meetup, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, no, I, I cannot because something's always going to come up, some unexpected thing. And you don't want to be tired, sick, and stressed when you get on that plane or you get in the car to go, you want to be feeling vibrant, bright, be able to handle, you know, a little bit of that EMF radiation exposure. That's inevitable. When you fly, you want to be able to, to handle variables and things that come your way. So looking at your travel, just take a deep breath with me. <sighs> is relaxed, easy, fine, and set yourself up for success by lessening what's in your calendar way ahead of time. Okay. It's a nervous system pattern and almost like an addiction that we get so built up in our nervous system and feel like we're totally disheveled and rushing, right? It's even like that going to the airport gate. I've got myself to a place to where I was arriving with plenty of time. And now with enough clear and pre-check and all the things that, you know, they take basically your biology and you have to put it in a test tube to board the plane, whatever, uh, that you can roll right up and get on at the time you need to. So how are you setting yourself up for success in your nervous system with planning with your low, you know, your duties and your itinerary and your agenda before traveling And then how are you treating your body? So your schedule and your body before you travel, am I doing plenty of juices or sauna sessions or taking, you know, my nutrients, my minerals, my supplements, eating a healthy diet, getting enough sleep before my travel. And am I giving enough myself enough prep time before I pack board the plane, all that give yourself more than enough. You definitely can pack the two hours before you get on the flight. Say so you you have to leave your house at four. You could stay up pulling all night, or you could do that, but it's not going to be fun. I've done that and or some version of that enough times to where why not pack? If you leave on a Friday, it sounds frivolous, right? Why not pack on a Monday? Those who operate like I do, just kind of by the seat of your pants. <laughs> it's great to be creative like that. Um, it's great for recording podcasts. Not so great for travel plans. Like it feels almost strange to me when I'm packing on a Monday for a Friday trip. And what I do is I write out, have you ever like stared at your suitcase? This was not my podcast note to share, but it must be important. It's coming out of my mouth. And as I'm in this open channel, have you ever stared at your suitcase I and mean, been like I have no idea what to put in there? And packing can take hours. Save yourself a headache. Write a list where you're going, all the days you'll be there, and write out your outfits for each day, okay? Write out the shoes you'll need. The accessories, the toiletries, the money, the cards, the chargers, like everything. Just write it in a note in your phone and when you're packing. Simply like you're shopping for groceries with a list. Just put everything in the suitcase. It saves so much time and you're less likely to overpack if you follow what's exactly on that list. I have a little carry-on suitcase and a backpack. That's all I take. Whether I'm going two weeks, you know, to Europe or to Mexico, or I'm going for three days. Those are the only thing, two things I take. Because I do not want to carry more and I don't like to check my bag and I don't like to wait and I don't and I don't want to give my suitcase to the people under the airplane that who knows if it will show up. It always shows up. But I just like to have my stuff and be able to zip on and zip out. Okay. Off of that tangent, back to pre-travel considerations. I want you to release your routine, release your expectations release perfection. And by going with the flow, you automatically boost your immune system and detox potential. So a lot of us with chronic illness are like, Oh my God, I'm going to be away from my routine. I know my routine was just the only way I could function. My celery juice, my sauna, my sleep, my, all these things, you know, all my supplements, like my only way I could function. Right. And then you take that away from me in a variable of travel and I freak out. And that used to be me. And what I can tell you is travel, you, there's just like the goddess of travel is here to protect you. Like you're always taken care of your angels are flying alongside of you. I never, I've had some travel where it kind of sucked. Like we were delayed or this happened, or I to spend the night here or this, you know, plans changed, but I've never had travel where I wasn't taken care of and strangers and the universe goes out of their way. Strangers go out of their way to help you. The universe goes out of its way to show up and show you like you're divinely held and protected. So release your routine, expectations, perfection, and just let this be your Hail Mary pass to God and be like, I'm not in control. You are. Can you please help me and guide me? You know, it's, I could tell stories and stories of just like, oh, I just was super interested to go into this little store in the airport and then I met someone who's really pivotal in my career. And the next thing you know, we're emailing and they're on the podcast. Am I doing this? And, or I missed my flight here or, I just happened to make it as the door was closing because I boarded an airport. This is actually a true story in Arkansas that I never been to that said that security line was really easy and actually took three times, three hours in a security line. And I boarded as I just remember the red acrylic nails pulling the door shut. And I was like, wait, but I got on and I made it. And even if I wouldn't have made it in my trip to Italy this summer, I DC had fires and I was delayed a couple hours. And I missed my connecting to Italy. So I had to spend a day in Germany. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast. Well, I'm about to. So what happened? I was like, okay, well, I would be sleeping at home, but it's the daytime here. I could check into a hotel and sleep, but it was early enough in the day that most hotels wouldn't let you check until three. and It was like nine or so AM. So I like Googled spas. And I found this like it was like infrared saunas and hot saunas and cold pools and they had food and a massage and I was there for a whole day, like right when I would be going to bed, it was time to board the plane and go to Italy. I think it was like twelve or fourteen hours I was there. I don't remember. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the spa. So the Uber driver drives me there. Again, I'm on the premise that everything is working out, even when you're delayed and you can release expectations. They had the best fresh fresh produce salad. Like you could tell it was literally picked with no glyphosate on it from the field next door. They made me this beautiful raspberry dressing. They made me the waters that I needed. I had the sauna. They, I told them I was very tired. They set me up in this place in the sun with plenty of um, sheets that I could rest. But here's the funniest part. <laughs> and I called it, I was actually going to a retreat with Sarah Jenks and her council members. And it was, you know, these business groups are about sovereign women and stepping into our power. And the joke was that I got the lesson before I even showed up for the retreat because I get there. I'm so excited about all these com- accommodations and the woman working goes, oh, and, you know, we just let our our um, foreign travelers know, our new guests that this is, um, I forgot what she called it, like a traditional Swedish or Switzerland, something like that. I'm probably going to butcher it. Some of you were like, duh, Jen, I know what you're talking about, spa. And I was like, "Okay." And I'm like, "What sweetest massage or whatever it is?" And she was like, "So, there's no bathing suits. And I was like, "Oh, it's a nude spa." Okay. Um so she goes, "So past this point, we just ask you to leave your bathing suit." She's like, "You can wear your robe into the restaurant." And I was like, "So I'm just going to hang out in the restaurant the whole time." But long story short, I had and yes, it was co-ed and yes, there were people there that could have been my my mother, father and grandparents. Um and and young, young kids. It was, it was a wild adventure. And in Europe, that's like a really normal thing for a lot of you who probably knew that before I did. Uh, but I had this whole exercise in power. I, I was, I rested, I had good food. I had a massage. I got in the saunas. And then I was like, you know what? I'm here at this European spa that I'm never going to see any of these people again. I am going to participate. So I like had this moment, I like, walked up to the pool, and i dropped my robe and i descended into the naked waters and i felt so freaking free and powerful and held and like it was that was the reason like i could not go to italy on time because the universe was like no 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 you need to go to germany and learn about how to harness your power and it was beautiful and then i put my clothes on and i left and i went to italy and so that was fine so i i these stories are coming to me that i didn't even plan on sharing but they're so fun and I could have been, and I I felt myself slipping into that nervous system pattern of like, I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be messaging United and blah, blah, blah. I'm a member. (laughs) And then I was like, wow, this is really making my body feel like shit being pissed off about this. So I was like, forget it, drop it. There's a reason I'm here. If I was meant to arrived to that place, I would have. And my nervous system took a big sigh. I fell asleep in the massage. It was beautiful. I soaked up the sun. It was a perfect day. And it rained in Italy where I would have been that whole day. And like, it was so perfect. The food there, I had no plans. I was, I'm going to talk to you about prepping and planning your day. I was out of that. The plan had passed and everything there was provided for me because also something I'm going to teach you about is asking the right questions and advocating and not being afraid for what your body needs. Okay. So release routine expectations, perfection, because you're automatically just by doing that, boosting your immune system and detox potential findings of one study indicate that they're talking about school exams. So exam stress down regulates or travel. We can sub in the word travel, travel finals in college, all kind of the same stress, right? Stress down regulates TH1. With a selective upregulation of Th2 cytokines. So, what does that mean? Cortisol has a role in suppressing, so stress suppresses Th1 mediated cellular immune response, which could increase the vulnerability among the students or people studied to infectious diseases. What does that mean? If you're stressed, your immune system goes wonky. You're probably gonna get sick, and your detox pathways are gonna gunk up real, real bad. That is giving being stressed about things that we can't control is going to be a lot worse in travel than actually like missing the dang flight or whatever might, you know, not having anything prepared for snacks. So, as I'm giving you this information, take a deep breath, take it with a grain of salt, do the best you can, and just open yourself up to the availability of flow and energy breakup that travel provides. Okay. So, I said we're going to talk about nutrition, we're going to talk about accommodations, and we're going to talk about detox. So let's get into nutrition, plan your nutrition steps and stops ahead of time. So if you leave your dietary fate up to someone else's agenda, you will suffer. If you say, ah, I'm just going to let the airline feed me and they bring you moldy peanuts with canola oil and sea salt, you're going to feel gross. Okay. And then, Oh, do you want a Coca-Cola a dead sugar water, orange juice with that completely pasteurized or some water with ice that probably came from the heavy metal machine itself. I'm exaggerating. I'm being dramatic to just prove a point. And the bottled water is fine. You could drink the bottled water out of the cup they give you. You will you will survive. But if nothing else, pack some snacks that your body is happy with into your book bag. You could just take some bananas You could pack that's it bars. You could pack dates. I love fruit. Oranges have their own Tupperware. You could pack a meal from, you'll see it. You'll, (laughs) I remember sitting on the flight home. I have a funny story about this. I'll share in a little bit. Next to someone who was clearly a bodybuilder or a very avid gym goer. And they had all their Tupperware in one part of their carry-on with all their meals in glass. They didn't, they were not plastic people. And they had it all there. Now, I never do that. But what I'm saying is if they could bring like their turkey and rice and broccoli times seven for their day, like everything was on their carry on, they were planned and prepped. We can be too. Nothing good comes from the cart on the airplane. Sometimes business class I've seen, like they have like the pure mango or the that's it bars Um, economy. They're just like, here's some peanuts, some gluten, some GMO, like what you want. And I just watch, honestly, with no judgment, but amazement of how many people just are like, yeah, we'll take whatever's offered to me, whatever it is. And I get it. Travel makes you hungry. It's a, it's another breed of metabolic demand, but like, what are they feeding you? And how easy is it just to put some bar bars in your bag or something that's even a little bit better, right? Like, no, you're probably not going to be able to have fresh cold pressed juice delivered to you. I'll talk about that in the airport in a second, but like do the best you can. Um, So talking about what if I'm stranded in a desert airport, like what do I eat? Jamba juice typically has cold pressed orange juice. So I just am like, give me two of your biggest things. And I'm like, no ice. And I get some fresh juice. Starbucks has a mint tea that I love. And I'll ask for it depends on the tea size, six to 12 packs of honey. And yeah, they look at me like I have three heads. I'm like, yeah, this, I want that much honey. Stir it in. Um, you have a nice beverage with some healing glucose. If you're United, Delta, American Airlines, we're United club members. And it's honestly worth it. And the fact that you can go somewhere to sit in a little bit more quiet, charge your phone in the mornings for breakfast and lunch, they always have a fruit bar For lunch and dinner, they always have like a salad bar or chickpeas or beans, fresh veggies. Nothing else is according to what my body needs to heal. Like there's allergens on all their main dishes that they're serving, but they have fruit. They have, you know, they have teas, they have lemon water. They have things that they, when I flew back from Italy and I had a pretty long layover, they had showers. Like it was so nice. So if you fly a ton, it might be worth it to you. We have a United... We do, and I'm not partial to that airline. We just went with them and it's worked out. We do United and Hilton. We have their credit card. We're members with them. We fly business class, so we get free points all the time. We use their United Club services. We, I mean, it's it can be worth it if you fly a lot to go with one airline and utilize all they have to offer. Um, Okay. So before we go, or let me just make this about me, before I go, I look at, I plan out my food in a way that I'm going to understand my day. So for those of you who've been in my Symptoms program or just follow my work, then you know, like I'm a big fan of a good morning routine that serves your body. I love lemon water, fresh celery juice, some fruit, a juice, a smoothie in the morning. So what I do is I drink my celery juice on the way to airport. Sometimes it's 3am, sometimes it's 6am. Hey, if I have a eleven 3 pm flight then I'm getting in as much nutrition as I can before I get on that plane so I'm not famished by the time I get there right but I've already set myself up with I've had a week or two of solid sleep nutrition I packed the Monday before I left on a Thursday right like I'm I've had plenty of space I've really regulated my nervous system to allow this to be enjoyable and I've I'm ready to go and so let's say this is a 6 am flight because that's what I had this last week I drank celery juices. I got ready. I took an empty water bottle and squeezed two lemons in there. Usually I do one, but two for travel, extra vitamin C. And I asked the flight attendant for water and they filled my water bottle up with bottled water, the Aquafina. And I drank that and I took fruit And then when I got off the airplane, I went to the United club on my layover and I ate more fruit and had some salad. And then when I got back on the airplane in business class, they do do meals. And so most of the time I can't, I choose not to, I hate the, the, I can't have that. I choose not to eat the things that don't serve my body. So like one time I had a fruit and cheese and nut plate and I tasted the nuts. I'm like, "Mm, it's definitely some vegetable oil or sunflower. And they confirmed with me, but I ate the salad, ate the fruit. I had the raw plain almonds on there. I've done some salad with, they had like a rice and filet mignon dish. I just ate around the sauce and the meat. And I don't really like meat. You choose what works for you. And I had the rice and a raw salad of veggies, you know, like it, you can't depend on the airline or the airport to serve you. You're going to be like, okay, they're there. If I need something in an emergency, a Jamba juice, a Starbucks with honey. Um, a lot of the little stores will have like that's it bars, raw nuts, um, lar bars. You can find some little things, sometimes even some huge chocolate. If you need a little treat and help staying awake, but planning your meals out. So I knew, okay. So I had my celery juice on the way. And I tried to drink another half of another juice, and I got most of it down. It just was early, early for my body's not even used to drinking that early, so I was like, "Whoa, this is a lot." Had my lemon water in the plane, ate some fruit, had some more fruit, had some snacks, and then every time I travel, I always go to a Whole Foods or the equivalent of, depending on the geographical location you're in. And I picked up some cold pressed juice. I ate at the salad bar. I had some fresh soup. Now I'm not saying Whole Foods salad bar, and their whole situation they have going on there is all clean. They they put I'm like, you guys are whole foods. Come on. They put canola oil and sunflower oil and crap, but they do have, they had the most beautiful kale salad. It was massaged kale with lemon juice, avocado, and red onions. And that was all I got that. I had this uh, vegan soup. Um, I got some rice. I had some olives and then you're in the grocery store. So like sometimes I'll just buy cans of olives and some carrots and salsa And sometimes they'll have like these pre-made beets and this tahini sauce of orange and ginger that I love. I'll get some of that to go. I was staying in a hotel, so I loaded up my Whole Foods cart. When I went to visit my best friend, we went to Whole Foods, we got groceries for the weekend, and we had so much fun cooking together instead of, I mean, we ate out once and it was fine and we got what we needed. But you can really use, if you're staying in an Airbnb, you know, fill up on like let yourself cook. They probably have a full service kitchen if you're in a hotel like me. I got enough snacks and food to, if in case I went to a restaurant and there was nothing there that would serve me, I wouldn't starve and go to bed hungry. So load up, whole food sprouts. Um, in Germany, I went to Aldi. I literally had the taxi driver I was like, can you stop before we get to the spa? And I got like radishes, and I got like bananas and. I mean, I walked into Aldi and just bought whatever I could. And I just ate like salad out of a bag and it was fine. No, it wasn't a five-star cuisine, but it served my body and it kept me well. And you just have to think out of the box. So plan your meals ahead. Know, Know where you're going. If you're like, oh, I'm going to Austin, Texas, and they have this beautiful vegan or paleo or Whole30 restaurant that I love or want to check out, like have those things planned out along the way. So that in a moment of ravenous hunger, when you get off the airplane, you're not like, Oh, oh Wendy's or oh, oh, the this place with all the canola oil, or you know, you're not have to rely on things that aren't going to serve you. And then pack your bag full of snacks. I even used to, so now I just, this is an important caveat to, to share. So pack your bag with snacks, but you can, if you're someone who was like me where I really needed my celery juice for a while to feel good, to flush me out, to help me go to the bathroom, all the things. I would freeze juice and just carry it on frozen and, or I would take my juicer and the frozen juice only one time did, and it has to be completely frozen. So like, don't take it out of the fridge at 4am. If you're going to leave at seven, like right before you go, hopefully your trip to the airport is an hour or less and you can just take it right through security. They will take it out of your bag and look at it. One time I had a gentleman through TSA who wasn't very accommodating and said, what is this? And I was like, Oh, it's my frozen juice. It so has medication in it that I need. And he goes, she's claiming medical. And they like sent me through a thing and they like swiped my hands to make sure I didn't create a bomb or something like that. And then they let me go. Um, I used to take my juicer, like in the, when I would go places that I wasn't sure when I was developing this routine before I was like, oh, I can just go pick up juice. But I really then did need the fresh enzymes. And the TSA agent, I'll remember this. I was in North Carolina. The TSA agent on the way back who clearly had methylation issues just by looking at them, opened up my bag and totally thought it was a bomb. Like they jumped because I saw the little motor part. And <laughs> I just was like, no, it's just a juicer. And they're like, why would you bring this? And I'm like, oh, we can talk later. Here's my card. I even remember... Oh, this was so bad. Cracking open. This is way, way back uh, before I really began my healing journey. I remember cracking open a cool whip container of tilapia and broccoli. Sorry, neighbors on the plane and sorry body for the farm fed fish and plastic that was probably microwaved. Whoops. And I ate it on the plane. And that was when I was like in my bodybuilding phase of like, no, this is what I eat. And this is how I come prepared. And I was coming from my grandma's who definitely didn't have everything I need, but she's like, Here, you can put it in this cool book container. And I opened that sucker right up, and everyone got to smell the broccoli and fish on the plane. And I got what I needed, and I was so pleased. But you see, guys, we we've all come a long way, and we're all going a long way in our healing journey. And so now fruit just works for me. But seriously, like be that girl. Be the girl who packs her own snacks. Be the girl who goes to the restaurant and says, Oh, I'm sorry. What kind of oil is this? Olive. Is it pure olive oil for my salad? Or is it an olive vegetable or canola blend? Oh, let me check with the manager or the kitchen. They come back. Oh, it's actually 50% canola, 50% olive. Well, if you're really, really sensitive and in a a delicate healing stage, that's going to make you feel like crap. It's going to have your gut in a mess or your lymph nodes swollen, or it will give you something that's not pleasant. So be that girl, ask what's in it. Ask I mean, they're there to serve you. If you say I have food allergies, I encourage my clients to usually use that word over sensitivities because it depends on who you're talking to. If if they're like, oh my gosh, well, nothing can touch you, can't eat here and be like, listen, it's in sensitivity. I just can't consume it. But if it touched something else, I will be fine. And then they get it. But like, be that girl. Ask the questions. Tell them you're working with it, you know, your sensitivities, your allergies, and they will accommodate you. And if they don't, well, then you're gonna go somewhere else. Right. So you could say, this actually happened. I was eating these delicious mushrooms. And we ordered them made in olive oil. And I was eating them. I was like, wow, my palate doesn't remember olive oil tasting like this in quite some time. And then I looked at them as they were getting more room temperature. I was like, looks like butter. It looks like butter that's that's melding, that's um coming to room temperature. Hmm. And I thought to ask or to verify. And sure enough, I was like, nah, I'll be fine. And I was fine. But and I'm way more chill than I used to be because my body's way more resilient. Yet I've never regretted advocating for my health, no matter how strange the request, no matter, you know, what I needed to ask for. I've never looked back on a trip and been like, dang, I wish I would have asked that waiter for, I wish I wouldn't have asked that waiter for what my body needed. I wish I just would have like tucked my tail and put my hands, folded them in my lap underneath the table, put my head down and be like, it's fine. And ate it. no. I have woke up, this is a story about the mushrooms, with night sweats at 3 a.m. thinking the hotel was on fire, thinking, yep, there was definitely butter that is screwing with my hormones. Dairy really screws with your hormones, guys. Like I heard a quote unquote expert in the functional medicine space on a very, very well-known podcast the other day, tell men to eat dairy for their testosterone. Well, no. No. But before we're not going to get into that today, but you're like, why was Jen having night sweats from butter? Because my body was like, oh, this, there's some toxic non-human hormones in this dairy. Let's get them out. So let's create heat, fever, right? Fever, heat, your body burns up to burn something toxic, a virus, a xenobiotic, a xenoestrogen out of the body. And I woke up and I was like, there were definitely butter on those mushrooms, should have asked. They totally would have remade them. At that dinner, I had, if you're like, oh, what a cheat, this might be helpful. I ordered a wedge salad with nothing on it besides the tomatoes and onions. I asked for lemon juice. They brought me a whole thing of lemon juice and a little bit of olive oil. And I had a baked potato plain, nothing on it. And I asked for the mushrooms with olive oil to pour over. And instead I had a buttery mushroom baked potato, but it was good. And I lived on, but five years ago, six years ago, that would have ruined my whole trip. I would have been in bed with a stomach ache, sick. So if you know that you are in a delicate stage of your healing, like be that girl and you can ask nicely. Like you don't have to be a diva about it. You don't have to be like, oh, excuse me. Uh, can I get You can just be like, "Hi, hey, sir, like, thank you so much for taking care of our table tonight. Uh, here's what I'm working with. I have some food sensitivities. Could you help me? Could I ask a couple questions? Thank you so much. We really appreciate if you leave them a good tip. It's going to come back to you. The money will. I know you're putting a lot into your healing journey, but the money always finds its way back. And just like be that girl, right? Like do it. The restaurant, the grocery store, whatever you need, be that girl. Advocate for what you need because you see, our world tells us to play small and consider ourselves not important. But can you imagine if I would have just been like willy nilly this last weekend, eating whatever and doing whatever on the trip and not taking care of my body, not walking half mile each way in my white high-heeled boots to get Epsom salt at the CVS before I could check into the hotel so I could have a detox bath every night because I know my body would need extra minerals under extra stress and pressure to present my research. Like, can you imagine if I just would have done whatever? I'd be too sick to record this podcast. I'd be too travel hungover. And the premise in what I'm saying is you matter because just like me, you're here to serve others. Your soul has a mission. It might not be helping others realize that they could heal from autoimmune disease and then teaching them how. It might be in your company or in a business you started or taking care of your kids. Your kids need you bright and shiny on a Monday morning if you landed at midnight on Sunday. And so you can set yourself up for success with these simple principles. So let's protect what the work you're here to do and the divine plan for your life. Okay, so that's the nutrition piece. What about healing accommodations and detox? This is a little bit shorter. So we're coming towards the end of the episode because honestly, what you put in your mouth is going to be the biggest thing of how you feel. Pack some extra supplements. I was at a nutrition conference and there were quite a bit of doctors there had that have created their own supplement lines and they were like, oh, try these out. And it was so fun. And I was really boosted on supplements. And I'm like, oh, that really did help. It gave me a little bit of an extra edge, right? the nutrition the supplements i made sure that my sleep was sound and good healing accommodations one of the biggest things i can encourage you to do is talk to your airbnb ahead of time or look for an airbnb that is fragrance free and talk to the hotel or book a room that is allergen fragrance free i called so you know, checked in on a wednesday i called on monday and they were like yes, we can get that for you. They put me in an allergen free room, but I said, so when they clean, I don't want any fragrances. They're going to use bleach and they're going to use things that you're just not going to have any control over, but they literally spray your room to smell good. Most places do. And I said, "I, I I'm sensitive to fragrance. I can't have that. So they said, well, please call back Wednesday morning to make sure, you know, we can communicate that to our housekeeping. And I could have thrown a fit and be like, put it in your system, people. I don't have to call back. I said, okay. I set an alarm on my phone for my layover. And I called them and they took care of it and it was perfect. And sure enough, the opening speaker at the nutrition conference was like, she was talking about you know toxins in our environment. And she was like, yeah, who slept in a room full of fragrance? And so many people were like, yeah, it was terrible. Um, made me feel really sick. And I was like, nope, not me because I called ahead. And honestly, that was one of the first times I've done that. And it made a world of difference because we were on a trip in Miami this summer that when I wasn't at the hotel, I felt great. As soon as we got to the hotel, I started to feel like achy. And I'm like, it's these dang fragrances in here that make me sick. And we slept with the patio door open in the middle of Miami summer in the heat, because like it was just too strong. So words, of the wise talk with your Airbnb. If you walk into an Airbnb or a hotel that has plug-in air fresheners, turn those suckers off. If it has one of those spritzers automatic, disassemble it, like disassemble it, get it out of there. Right, and then talk to the Airbnb. Can you have your cleaners take those out? Can you take them out a week before, or look for an Airbnb that would do that for you willingly? It is really hard in the Ubers. I always ask the Uber driver to crack the window. Most of the Ubers and Lyfts and those ride share services, they get points and like good reviews for having a squeaky clean, smelly good car. And some people like that. Like those who are not on their healing journey don't get it yet, but they will one day when their hormones crash. Just be like, could you crack the window? Like, yeah, it was like forty degrees when I was in Boston, not too long ago, 45, like in the morning. And I was like, can you crack the window? And he was like, it's cold lady. I have the heat on And I just said, I'm sorry. I'm sensitive to this fragrance. Oh, okay. And I just tipped him well and rated them a great review and said, thank you so much for accommodating me. Right? Like be that girl. Don't be afraid. Um, You can have, as far as like EMFs, radiation, I mean, you're, you're traveling across time and time and space in a tube, like the airplane, you can't avoid it entirely, what you can do is if you're in a really delicate stage, you can wear EMF blocking clothing. You can use the wand, ask the security. You don't use it, but you ask the security, hey, I don't want to go through the traditional x-ray. Can you use the wand or do a hand pat? And they, you'll have less exposure that way. What makes sense for me in my head is I have TSA pre-check and a couple of the other fast line approaches, and they don't send you through the big x-ray. And there might be a... TSA agent listening to this. That's like, no, it's the same radiation. It feels different in my body and it works for me. So that's how I handle that. And then also I really work on before and after boosting my cells. I take mitochondria support. I'm have different peptides I use to support my body and detox before and after I travel because I'm like, I'm going to come in contact with it, but it's how well can my body detox. And then same with uh, the fragrances and rental cars too. Always call ahead. The last part about the accommodations is if you can sit away from people on the plane, like maybe an exit row, maybe business class, if that's not feasible for you, the back of the plane ha- usually has the most exhaust. Um, and also try to get in an aisle where you're not around the most people. I am not a germaphobe. Like during the pandemic, I was like, can I eat after your plate? Can I-, can I lick your fork? Can you sneeze in my face? Build my immunity? I am not a germaphobe. But just the fact of the matter is if you're put in a tube with recirculating air, everyone's germs are going to get up in your nose. So like put some thieves oil on yourself, guard yourself with a like on guard spray, or I use my friend Jana's, I am protected. I put it all over myself. And I like just have this little ceremony either in my bathroom as I'm getting ready or before I walk on the plane using the restroom where I'm like, I'm protected. I just shield myself. Cause like, I don't want to pick up everyone's DNA in the air. So I'm like, okay, bring in the viruses I need to process and upgrade my immune system and leave the rest out. Like, I'm good. So you might have other steps that work for you with immunity, but that is simply what works for me. The last thing we talked about nutrition, we talked about accommodations, detox, schedule in detox. You are on a trip. Maybe you're there for business. Maybe you are there for pleasure. If you're there for business, Your employer or yourself, if you're you're the owner of your business, you want to be on your A-game. If you're somewhere traveling for work, it's important, right? You're not just there willy-nilly because you didn't want to be at home. Like Someone invested time and money for you to be there. Scheduling and detox is super important for you to stay on your edge and you to stay healthy and clean and everything moving while you're away. So what do I mean? Most hotels have a gym. They don't have a gym. They have a sidewalk if you can get up a little bit early, make sure you're cognizant of your bedtime. Hey, I usually am, I am a sleep wizard at home. I have a routine. I'm like, here's what we do. Here's how much sleep I need. My schedule revolves around my sleep, not the other way around. But when I travel, like we had so much fun at this conference. Um, I was with good friends. If you're a client, we work with O'Brien Pharmacy for a lot of your compounded holistic Hormones and medication needs and hanging out with their team. I had so much fun. We were up late. We we're laughing and like my sleep was off. But I made sure that I went and got my Epsom salt bath. Um, so I would take a really hot Epsom salt bath before bed or first thing in the morning. I got one workout in while I was there outside, breathing in fresh air. I made sure to go sit in the sun every break we had. Um, other trips I schedule an infrared sauna. Let's be honest, the healing journey can be hard. From cooking to consultations and trying to live a life in between, oftentimes you just run out of energy. Are you looking for a therapy that can shoulder some of this healing work for you? Well, I have got just the thing. Infrared has been the second best thing next to food as my medicine to heal all eight autoimmune and chronic conditions from my body. These infrared devices I'm going to tell you about literally helped me melt my eczema that was from my collarbone to my forehead. Away While I was healing with symptomless nutrition, I woke up every morning with skin that was cracked, bleeding so stiff. I could not even smile, but thank goodness for infrared. As this was the only thing to truly help my skin be more supple, the eczema to heal my fatigue to reduce and my body to flush out the inflammation through heat shock proteins. So I could be here sharing this good news with you today. Truth be told, I still use my infrared sauna every single day because it makes me feel so good. So how can infrared help you heal? I want you to think of your body like one giant solar panel. You know, the ones that sit on rooftops and turn sun into energy inside of the home. Our bodies are basically doing the same thing, whether that's from the sun or healing infrared devices by exposing our skin to sunlight, 7-dehydrocholesterol in the skin absorbs the UVB light and is converted to pre vitamin D3. From there, it changes into vitamin D3 and then your body uses it for anti-inflammatory healing. And research suggests this may result in more soluble mediators, such as endorphins, serotonin being released, think happy, feel good, anti-inflammatory, and increased ATP production by the mitochondria just from the infrared use. Your body is going to feel so, so good and relieved. Deeply with the infrared light. So, where to start? Start with an infrared sauna if you're ready to go in, sweat, and deeply detox and heal fast. If you need to take it slow, a Juve red light by itself or combined with a biomat is a more gentle option that can be used anytime, anywhere without breaking the sweat. Simply head over to slash infrared therapy or click on the link infrared in the show notes. That's inspirehealthbyjen.com/slash-infrared-therapy. On the webpage, you will see an opportunity for up to a six hundred dollar discount for the infrared saunas, and fifty to a hundred dollar discount for the biomats and the red light devices. So get that discount. Head over to inspirehealthbyjen.com/slash-infrared-therapy, or a steam room at a local gym. I'll drop in. Hyperbaric oxygen chamber when we're in altitude or just you know whatever like if you're looking at your schedule it is completely acceptable to be like oh sorry team I can't go to this optional dinner tonight I'm actually have an appointment or I have something I need to take care of they don't need to know what you're doing Um, or the least you could do is a nice sweaty bath before you go to bed or when you wake up get your lymph system moving get minerals back in your body plan this into your schedule no negotiations okay. Like you, if you're, you don't have to be so much of like, I got to work out every day and it has to be 45 minutes. I went through it for a 20 minute jog and it flushed me out. It got me moving and it set me up. Right. So what do you need when I was in Miami and I was having those fragrance problems with that room, which we ended up leaving the hotel early. Um, I, I just scheduled some detox saunas and it helped so much. It flushed everything out. So those are the travel recommendations that have really, really worked for me over the years. So past the days of cracking open the plastic, cool whip container of warm tilapia, the plastics and the farm fish just melding together, eating that with the smells of broccoli and fish on the plane. And now I find this nice balance of flow and allowing happenstance to find me, you know, allowing things to just work out in my favor. Oh my gosh. Wow. This fresh pressed juicery right next to my hotel. Perfect. I don't even need all foods. I'll just go there. I've done juice fasted, juice fast, or fruit fast while traveling when the options were just really slim, or it was a 24-hour travel day. I packed all the fruit I would want a day, and I did a fast, and it actually like helped me feel better than I would at home. On the other side of it, I stayed hydrated. So change the way you think about traveling as an opportunity to one break up energy but heal your body. It doesn't travel does not have to mean oh I traveled so I couldn't follow my healing protocol. If I can, you can. Okay. So travel if you want it to be an excuse to not be on your protocol, that is fine. You are a sovereign human being and you can do whatever you want, and maybe you want to break, and that's great. If you are someone who like, I know when I don't follow my protocol that's serving me right now, I don't feel my best, and I can't show up as my best in this world. Okay. You don't have to falter to anyone else's agenda or expectations of you. You can travel eat out, live your life and heal your body on your terms. I really want you to be able to travel, break up the energy, get out, live your life. I really want you to trust your body as, as long as you give her what she needs, she does have room for air and you can trust her to show up as you need her to, to heal. I want you to understand that you can be different in a world where normal is sick, toxic, and miserable. I want you to remember that your body is not broken. And if you have autoimmune disease, you can 100% heal. I just spent the weekend, as I was saying at this conference, sharing my autoimmune disease research with my colleagues. And the literature literally shows autoimmune disease can be healed through the three pillars the three pillars anti inflammatory nutrition, that is bio individualized for the person. Pillar number two is mind body medicine, so, nervous system, trauma work, energy healing. Pillar number three, personalized supplementation, nutrient profile, mineral profile, bioidentical hormones, peptides, you name it. It's been my work to put these three pillars together. And now I teach patients and practitioners the protocols to heal and it works. The symptomless program. So my program that is custom made through yours truly is what I intuitively created to heal my body of those eight autoimmune diseases I had. And now it's Getting published into the research, you'll be able to find it on PubMed. This is the program that catapulted my business when I launched it and grew. It grew just by word of mouth, word of mouth, word, word of mouth for months and months and months alone because so many women were like, Holy crap, I'm getting better. My doctor told me this was impossible. And they told friends and they told friends and they told friends. And we've never had to advertise. It's a beautiful thing. So, If you're curious about healing autoimmune disease with or without travel, check out the waitlist for our next symptomless program cohort in the show notes, or check out the link to get in touch, work with me in the show notes for a one-on-one intensive container. And without a doubt, if you have autoimmune disease, I promise you your body can heal. And if you've enjoyed this episode, thank you for being here with us week after week. If you're brand new, thank you for sharing this, this hour, 30 minutes, whatever it's been. So together, and if this episode has served you, I ask you to leave a five-star review. If that resonates to subscribe, to let us know what's helping you. You can go to the link in the show notes and give us a request. What do you want me to talk about? This is like a free functional medicine consult for you. I will record it your question. I'll share it and it will be for you. And then please share this podcast so that others around you, we can reach thousands and millions of women so that they can understand that their bodies can heal too. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next week.